When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a really cool song. But, you know, like, I like singing Billie Eilish. I don't like the beginning, you know, this whole... I don't mind a little bit of the talky Billie Eilish. A little bit, but there's more talky in this song than there is singy. But then when she gets into the other part, it's just like... song is more this vibe than the talky vibe, but it's 50-50, I would say. We're so demanding as fans. I know. It's like, you want that? Make your own song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it yourself, then. <laughs> Did, would people ever give you feedback like that when you were um, making music bundes where people would be like, oh, you know that part of the song? That's the best part. You should have done more of that. Yeah, of course. Yeah? And like people that were just fans though, like not people close to the music that were in your inner circle, like people outside? Well, fans wouldn't tell you what to do. They would say like, oh, they really love this part. Um, it's more people that are close to you, whether it's oh, God. managers, uh, record execs, whatever. They'll be like, oh, this is the sound. You know, this is what's really cool. You should do more of that. Mm. And then, the, the, of course, the wrong thing to do is to listen to all that feedback and do what they said. Because the whole reason people are interested in you in the first place is because you have something unique and the moment you stop doing what's true to you and you start listening to other people and trying to sound like somebody else or somebody else's production or someone else's style of songwriting you're not you anymore you're not authentic and then whatever credibility you had with your own music whether it was meant to be you know an indie smash or mainstream success you've lost the authenticity okay and are are you basing that knowledge on uh experience of other people or your personal experience like you made that mistake you listened to people and you tried to make them happy and then it just ruined everything Uh, i i i've learned that through personal mistake and i've like in listening to music i could hear the authenticity in certain albums in certain bands and then how it changes and and it's definitely always better. Like, I, there's certain music that I've written that I know I wrote for somebody else, like to sound a certain way or stylistically, to be more mainstream or to fit in this sort of uh, bracket. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I can hear the difference in in the authenticity and how, you know, the singer sounds singing it because it's not their style or how the production. It's just everything about it. It's just not. It's not. It didn't come from the heart. Like you this, see that a lot in morning radio for new morning shows. Often they're getting guidance from a team of either consultants or program directors, 
and they'll be like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do what you've been doing and what led you to be successful in the first place. Do it this way now. It's interesting that you bring this up because I'm thinking about that documentary with Dr. Dre and Jimmy. Iveen, yeah. Iveen. J- Trent I, Reznor, right? When I, Yeah, I think about his relationship with Trent Reznor. Trent didn't want to be coached at all. He didn't want to be handled. He, he just wanted to handled. do his thing, but make his art. You see Jimmy working with bands like U2 and stuff, and he really uh, was able to bring out the best in their music. Like, oh, I like what The Edge is doing here, but let's let's bring it in slowly and we'll fade it in. And then, yeah, but you, you got to have I the mean? right person. If you have the right person yeah. you trust and they are essentially a member of your team, like there are, uh, like our boss we have now, if she gave us some criticism or some constructive criticism on our show, I would, uh, I would, believe it you know i'd be like yeah yes. you know what let me think about that you know like yes. i would i would put a lot more value in that because she knows what we do she appreciates what we do and she might have a different take on something as opposed to someone saying remember what you did before okay let's not do any of that anymore and let's do this <laughs> instead which is a situation i've been in in the past but when it comes to music when you're talking about a record producer a producer's job is not to write the song for, right. for the band a producer's song a job is to get the best out of out of the band like so if i bring a song to the producer the producer's supposed to know what this band is about what it is that we're trying to achieve and try to take that demo and bring it to life in the best way that it makes us sound authentic like, yeah and off- often authentic. they get writing credits in it because they come up with good ideas yes. you know? yeah. yeah or yeah, it's yeah, a disaster yeah. and they fire the producer and they work with somebody else or whatever it happens to be mm-hmm. but yeah they they are almost an extra member of the band yes you know, mm-hmm. like it's I'm, not like a label saying, "Hey, you guys should try writing." You know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, reggae yeah, yeah. when you're more of a rock band. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Or try going more poppy. Or I think. pretend you're single when you're married. A hundred percent. That happened to us. <laughs> that happened to I us. I won't say yeah. who it was. They're not there now. Mm-hmm. But uh, on our old show, there was somebody who was filling in, helping us out because we were short somebody. I forget why they were there. I think someone was on vacation. Mm-hmm. And they basically told us to pretend the person who was on the air was single, even though they were married. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, that person is the single fun guy who likes to go to the clubs. And we're like, yeah, but he's married. He's not that. <laughs> he's got an Instagram account. He's already a personality on the station. Yeah. Talks about his wife, whatever. Yeah. Oh, but that doesn't matter. Just pretend he's someone he's not. Yeah. You know, you have to be true to who you are. That was insane. That was, I'd never seen that before. Sometimes I wish, though, that I would have somebody coach me on where I'm good on the show and like where like I excel and how to do that more. Okay. I'm sending you a calendar (laughs) invite right now. Um, (laughs) Do you know what I mean? No. Do you know what I mean? But you got to trust the people. You got to you got to have respect and trust the people that are giving you that advice. And yeah. you have to feel yes. like they know what they're talking about. Yes. You know, the person that told us to lie about that person not being married mm-hmm. was somebody who had never really done that job before. And hadn't really they'd done it in smaller capacities, but this was the first time they were really like running a show. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that person didn't have a fucking clue what they were doing. <laughs> Honest to God, this would be someone who'd come in and go, you know what? Um, 
uh, why'd you do that? And you'd be like, because it was funny. And they'd be like, no, no, that wasn't the funny part. The funny part was this. And you'd be like, you know what? You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Well, you know, there's different senses of humor, but if we don't find that other part funny, it's never going to fucking work. That's right. Do you know what I mean? You 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 got to work with what you got. You know, you can't can't take a show that's one way and say, okay, now be completely different and do it that way. Because that way is the better way. It's like, well, then hire another show, which is inevitably what they ended up doing. (laughs) But it's like, yeah, it's like if, if, um, if we see the humor over here, then that's the only place where we're going to see the humor. You know, it's very hard to be a part of a show when you don't have the same sense of humor. Or when they just tell you to be someone you're not. Yeah, that, that's insane. I mean, people on the radio often, like people who do the job themselves, not the bosses, try and be someone they're not. And that doesn't work either. Yeah, well, that's something you do when you're young, too. I mean, I'm yeah, guilty yeah. of that. But now I'm kind of like, well, this is who I am. And if you don't like it, you can uh, change the station, stop listening to the podcast, yeah. or I guess fire me. <laughs> I, I, I made the mistake when I first moved to Toronto because Toronto is supposed to be this like uh, this uh, jewel of the country when it comes to radio markets. It's the big leagues, boy. Well, you made yeah. it to the big leagues, but, okay? You, know, the, you quickly realize every city's the same and every radio station's the same and the problems that exist in uh, small town radio exist in big radio stations. It's all the same. It's all the same. And yeah, the, yeah. But I, I started to just be like, I let them try and turn me into somebody that I wasn't and, and I let them try and steer me in a direction that I wasn't really comfortable going with yeah they had me doing bits i didn't want to be doing yes they had us working with um at times actors on the telephone Mm -hmm. uh, which i wasn't comfortable with they wanted me to do these like prank phone calls with actors like anytime i do a prank phone call or something like that when i would do it you know with kentucky spend the night i wanted to be with real people so i get real reactions because actors never work the same way no but they had me doing things that i wasn't comfortable doing with but i did it anyway because i was sort of new new guy i was new guy and i was like oh i guess this is how it's done in the big city (laughs) and then i quickly realized that it didn't help the show and then the more we took back our shows like the more we had control over it and the more freedom we got the better things got Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's interesting how uh how you can let yourself when you're new and impressionable be yeah how they can try and take what made you you away from you Mm mm-hmm all and, that's and to you're say. absolutely right. It, it doesn't work. When you lose the authenticity, it doesn't work. So maybe Billie Eilish is being her most authentic self when she's fucking talking in her songs and not singing. I know. And who am I to say that? I'd like you to be a little more singing. You know, like I, I get it. I get it. This is selfishly. It's what I like. But well, the, I the, never say it to her. The problem with, you know, music is that when something new comes out, like Billie Eilish, what she was doing is very different, right? And it grabs people's attention right away when she came out with that. Those initial bad guy was yeah. the song that was really like whoa, yeah. and then yeah, that she thought everyone was going to hate, but then people loved it. But to recapture the magic like that, it's it's almost near impossible to put out something that's going to yes. do what bad guy did again for her. So people now are are clamoring for that next Billie Eilish hit song that's like Bad Guy. And they're always going to pick apart whatever it is she does. And every time she tries to go remotely close to that, it's 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 going to let certain people down. Her best bet is to just stay with whatever it is that makes her happy. And people may move on from that. Like mm-hmm. maybe maybe Billie Eilish will fall out of the public's favor because it was just that one moment in time where that one song hit. But the worst thing that she could do is to try to be Katy Perry all of a sudden, or yeah, you know yeah. something something that she's not. 
And, you know, when you say Katy Perry, like there are some people, and I don't know if I'd put her in the same classification. There's some people who are completely manufactured and everybody else is making the decisions and they make a style of music, you know, like a BTS. You know, any boy band really is usually like hired uh, actors, essentially. Mm -hmm. Here, play this role, go do this. It's it's why One Direction broke up is because they were doing stuff that that wasn't really true to them. Yes. But it worked for a long time. It did And they made a lot of money. So it's not to say it can't work. It's just... uh, Usually, people are better off. Like you can definitely manufacture music. I mean, they've been doing it forever. Um, it's just, but there's so much that goes into manufacturing, from marketing, uh, picking the right people to begin with, the labels, everything goes into making you fall in love with that sound. But also to like Harry Styles credit for or, or point of view he left one direction and he started doing his own solo music and we were all like what the fuck's this guy doing because we were so used to what he was doing with one direction <laughs> yes, right? yes yes uh, and it was more his second album where we got watermelon sugar and adore you and he kind of went a little more mainstream and he got off the like the little hokey guitar stuff that we were oh he's got something here you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah niall yeah. horan so it works the opposite way too mm. niall horan is probably actually a lot of his music would have worked for one direction but i i don't know if you could have put five other voices on there or four yeah. Other voices mm-hmm. that may have been the problem there, but mm-hmm. there's a lot, a lot of those guys they put out stuff that I like. I mean, Zane's had some stuff, it's been a while totally. since yeah, yeah. I, there Zane. was a song that, yeah, it's been a while since I heard one where I was like, Yes, Zane's back, but. Anyway, yeah, it's funny. One Direction doesn't have that like cheesy boy band stigma somehow, they definitely not, do. not to the level of like In Sync and Backstreet Boys and even BTS. You know what the difference is, is though, I think that, um, that all the guys individually are more talented maybe than some of the other boy maybe. bands individually. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. You know, Brian from Backstreet Boys is a great singer, but you know, like when he was off doing his own stuff. The Christian rock or whatever it was, uh-huh. just never really went anywhere. Right? Like, no, no one really Kinda was able to flat. do anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's like more Justin Timberlakes in One Direction than there were in NSYNC. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if I were to make an analogy, and not everybody <laughs> in One Direction is putting out amazing music. Not going to point fingers, but it's not <laughs> Harry Styles, it's not Niall <laughs> Horan, and mostly it's not Zayn. Yeah, but I'm yeah. not going to like single anybody out. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the hell do we know anyway but this part of this song is fire don't go anywhere the daily take two is coming up the Tucker and Mora podcast thanks for listening Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage 
all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Researchers have just discovered the secret to men living longer. And I'm talking super longer, 20 years longer. You want to add 20 years to your life? Yeah. You got to be willing to have this simple procedure done on your body. Okay. Keep in mind, you will live significantly longer. This is only for the men. Yeah. And that procedure that will make you go the distance in life is castration. (laughs) (laughs) They have found that castration makes your DNA age much slower. And do you have to have this done? Like, can I can I do this when I'm 70? It doesn't matter anymore. I don't know. Cut them off. I'm ready to roll. It's a really good question. Or do you have to do this before you hit puberty or, you know, in oh your 20s? Oh, my God. I hope not. An old study in South Korea uh, found it can help you live up to 20 years longer. But this is the first new study that's proven it slows down the aging process in your DNA. So I guess if you're already old, then you're not going to slow down the aging process. I mean, who's going to sign up for that? Well, if you were, uh, I don't know, like people who don't have... Who would want, live a celibate life, Yeah, yeah. If you're going to like live a celibate life, why not? But then do you really want to drag that life out 20 more years? <laughs> <laughs> no. Good question. Bundus. Let's just say you wanted to live an extra 20 years. I know you're not going to agree to the whole castration thing. Yes, there's not a chance. What would you cut off in order to have another 20 good years of life? Like we're talking like healthy years, your body's in better shape, everything. Would you cut off your hair, like be bald, like, uh, you know, like lose your hair? No. For no. an extra 20? You would not even lose no, your eh? hair. Well, are we talking like an extra 20 tacked onto 80? No, no. Like an extra 20 years of being in good shape before you reach the way you look when people so are So you're 80, saying you know? like between 40 and 60, I could yeah. still look like I'm 35. Yeah, and between 60 and 80, you might look like <laughs> you are between 40 and 60. Would you, would you cut off a couple of fingers, two fingers, <laughs> one on each hand or on the same hand? Up to you. No, not the hands. I, I'll give you a pinky toe. A pinky toe. Well, you've already got the claw foot going on from all your car accidents. Yeah. So lose the whole foot. Why not? No, you know. what's, the, what's the point of living an extra 20 good years of looking fit and healthy if you can't use it because you got no foot? <laughs> I would say uh, you'd be better off losing a pinky than a pinky toe. I bet you'd be surprised at how much you use that pinky for stabilization and think? stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do, you do. You'd probably be falling over all the time. Oh. But then, like, if it's on your hand, then people are always going to look at your hand because they see that more often. Conversation piece uh. with hot chicks. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you lose your pinky? Well, I wanted to live 20 extra years, so I made a deal with the devil, and he took my finger. Yeah, it's creepy. That's creepy. (laughs) An ear. Would you lose an ear? No. How about an eyebrow? One eyebrow. No, no, no. You need those. You need those. Can a fish get addicted to drugs? That we flush down the toilet. Researchers in the Czech Republic deliberately tried to get dozens of trout hooked on meth for a water pollution study. And they found that the trout that were exposed to the meth would search out meth in a stream after they were put in a clean water tank. So they would have 
a clean water tank after they had them in this meth yeah. water. And then the fish, they'd have a, a clean stream going through and then a meth stream going through. And the trout would be hanging out in the meth stream. But they, I guess just because the uh, water goes through their gills, which is how they get the oxygen from it, then mm-hmm. the meth goes in there, so mm-hmm. it probably ends up in their system. They also found wow. when they moved the fish into the clean water tank that didn't have any drugs, the fish showed evidence of withdrawal. They were sluggish, and they were like literally dealing with drug withdrawal. So they're saying that this can actually show how drugs in our water system and how we pollute the waters can have devastating effects on everything that's inside the water. I mean, I don't think it's shocking, but I wonder like, yeah, how much, how much has to be flushed for it to have an impact on like a large body of water, like a great lake, you know, if if you, if you flush a bag of cocaine in the toilet in Grand Bend and it's out in Lake Huron, (laughs) Are the fish getting high from that, or do you need to have, like, millions of people using a system? And, I mean, a lot of our sewage is treated. Most of it is. It's only when we're overrun uh-huh. with, like, huge amounts of rain and stuff that they might yes. have to put some overflow out into the but water. But even if you are on cocaine, for yeah. example, and you pee, and that goes into the water system, does that not have traces of cocaine in it? And Again, then you're probably, and it also probably matters. Like most, a lot of countries uh, in the world probably just dump the sewage untreated out into the water. Right. Versus a country like Canada that tries our best to treat most of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they say that fish will probably congregate around water waste treatment plants where they might potentially get low level hits of whatever the hell we're really? flushing down the toilet. I wonder if like certain cities have better pipes. <laughs> than other cities. Yeah, I'm sure they you know, do. Like, oh, downtown Toronto, yeah. party time. Everybody's Part- getting high. They move down to Pickering. It's like lame. <laughs> What's next? Oshawa? Not bad. Oshawa's pretty good. All right, let's go back to Hamilton. Yeah, right. Oh, Hamilton Harbor. Wow, they got a lot of sewage leaks there. Boom. Party. Big rave there. Big raves happening. Fish raves under the water. A man was rushed to hospital with a sex injury. Doctors say they've never seen anything like this before. Uh Uh-oh. You don't want doctors to say that when you get rushed to the hospital, right? Interesting case. Yeah. When they bring in other people, too, to see it, that's like a sign that something serious is going on. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let me get the team team. of people. We've never seen this before. Okay. Okay. 40-year-old guy. Yeah. In the middle of getting it on. Okay. Yeah. Sounds now, like me. Sounds this- like me. Right? So far, you're painting me. I'm painting a picture of you. Guy, getting, getting it, it on. on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this is the very first vertical penile fracture we have ever documented. Vertical. Normally, Bundes. Vertical. It's horizontal. horizontal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This, yeah. this was a like vertical. A, ooh, how does that, a vertical how could that even happen? Fracture. The very okay. first one that's ever been documented. He showed up to the hospital in a hell of a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. They had to do an MRI. And that they, they found out instead of breaking it horizontally, it was a vertical break. They had to do surgery immediately to stop the bleeding. It was bleeding. Internally? External? Uh, yeah, I don't want to know. Uh, the good news is, yeah. here's what they found. Good news? It seems like a vertical fracture 
heals better than a horizontal fracture. Oh. So it's a win. Not really. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, good news. Good news. <laughs> Broke vertically. Good news. Uh, so actually. I mean, if you, if you were to ask me to glue a stick together that had been broken vertically, vertically as opposed to horizontally, I think I would have a better chance at that because right. it's more surface area. Surface right? area. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, looking back, perhaps if you are going to break your penis, you want to go vertical okay. instead of horizontal. Do, do we know what <laughs> happened? Yeah, like what are we talking about? I don't know details oh. about what he was doing. Like what maneuver the- could cause it? You know, most accidents where people break a limb, it's some fluke thing where you like trip in a little tiny pothole and you twist your ankle. You know, it's always one of those. Yeah, my wife running across the road in the rain puddle covering a pothole yeah. she ends up like basically blasting it like breaking her uh, yes. whatever it was in her lower i'm life. sure it's the Tore same something. thing yeah. with sex injuries you just come down the wrong way and yeah. then you're in big trouble but you would have to hit whatever you're hitting so perfectly in order to slice it in half like a guillotine yeah, yeah. i don't know what happened bundus it wasn't sliced in half bundus it seemed to be broke it was breaking it broke yeah. okay and then it was internal bleeding going on so your Anyways, point in bringing this up, what's the learning? The learning here mm-hmm. is that the vertical fracture is the better. one you want. If, okay. you, if someone says, hey, I'm going to break your penis. <laughs> you, you have two <laughs> ways. There's two ways this is going to happen. It's, we're breaking it either way. Maybe you owe someone money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, as a form of punishment. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you got to pick vor- vertical, vertical or horizontally. Or Which way you want me to go? You go, go vertical. vertical every time. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. You know the term FOMO? You know, it stands for the fear of missing out. Yeah, yeah. There's a new term called GOMO now, and that's the grief of missing out. And a new study just found that this was super common last year. About 40% of us used to get it all the time while watching TV during lockdown. And that's so accurate. Like, wouldn't you find yourself watching TV and there'd be people at a restaurant and you'd be like, I wish I could do yeah. that right now. Yeah. Your party scene. Yes. And no one's wearing a mask. And you're like, oh, what's uh, that seems so weird to me. So here are the top five things from shows and movies that triggered GOMO for us and maybe still are because we're not completely open yet. Right. Number five. Yeah. Watching people have new experiences in general. That gives us GOMO, man. What do you mean? Like watching people have new experiences. Like I follow a couple of billionaires on Instagram and they're on private jets. Oh, okay. Gotcha. They're in Greece. They're on vacation. Getting a little of the GOMO happening. Getting the GOMO. Number four is people swimming. I don't, I, I guess like maybe like at an indoor pool. Just like the idea of, well, swimming, I think of vacation, right? And holidays right. and time off. And yeah. Number three, seeing people go to the movies. Bundus went to the movies. I did. I went to the drive-in. Oh, uh, yeah? Went and saw the new Fast and the Furious movie. Of course oh, you yeah? did. Of course oh. you did. Tell me something. Do people rev the engines in their cars <laughs> in certain scenes? Come on. Yeah. No, there was none of that. Were there a lot of fancy cars, though? Like crazy souped-up cars at no. the drive-in? No, no, no. Unfortunately not. It was just, you know. Just your, a lot of guys in their, in and, their mom's yeah, car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, character shopping in person at stores and at malls. I mean, for sure. That got me. Yeah. Seeing people shop. Yeah, Buying being in clothes. a food court, like 
in, you know, you could be watching Stranger Things or something. Yeah. yeah. And the number one thing that gave us GOMO. This triggered GOMO big time. When we would watch a TV show or a movie and we see people eating at a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted that. We wanted it bad. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.